Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Beat the Buzzer podcast, where Noah and Javi debate awesome NBA topics in under 15 minutes. On today's episode, we're going to be debating who we think are going to win the NBA awards for this upcoming NBA season, which starts today. So as we've seen, there's been a couple preseason games in the work. NBA teams are back at it. Some teams, it's been a while since March, since they've had any gameplay. And I'd say it's been a pretty exciting preseason. Javi and I, we want to give our predictions on who we think is going to win the major NBA awards. And let's start it off with MVP. Right off the bat, I'm going to start. I think Luka Doncic is going to be the NBA MVP for this season. I think that he made a huge leap last year. He was averaging almost 30 points a game. And I think that they've actually put a little bit better fitting talent around him. I like that they added Josh Richardson right next to him to play some more defense. I think KP is only going to play better. I think that will help elevate Luka himself. I will say he came into the season a little bit out of shape. I think Mark Cuban had mentioned that he was actually, that Luka was actually expecting the season to start a little bit later, but I don't think that's a huge concern. I'm expecting an MVP season out of Luka mainly because I don't see the voters going for Giannis again. And I think a lot of the other players are going to probably rest too much or have almost too much star power around them to be able to put up the numbers needed to win MVP. Yep. Can, we can agree on this one. Uh, Luca just came off of one of the best statistical seasons I've ever seen. And I, I don't really know. Like I think he's just going to get better, especially since uh, – KP is not going to start the season playing. So I think that's going to inflate his stats early on a little bit more. Um, I think it's just going to come down to whether he can, you know, have a good record and compete in the West, which is very important for the MVP race. And I think he will do, but um, statistically, I'm sure he's going to have a monster MVP season. And I really do hope that he can carry the Mavs to have a good record, and that'll that'll definitely give him the edge over other people. That's it for, for MVP. We think Luka's going to win. So let's move on to the next award, which is Defensive Player of the Year. Noah, what's your take on this one? Yeah, I think that Bam Adebayo is going to be the Defensive Player of the Year. I'm expecting a lot of big things out of Bam. I think he's going to be an All-NBA player this season. He's obviously improved on the offensive side. Even in preseason, he's knocking down these Kevin Garnett jumpers. But on the defensive side of the ball, I think he's honestly elite. I really like how he's going to fit in Miami's defense this season. I'm hoping they figure out a couple other things in terms of their big rotation, but he's going to be the main focal point of the defense, almost like a safety for the Miami Heat running side to side from the corners, running and getting all the rebounds, all the blocks. I really do think he's going to be the defensive player of the year because he just has the versatility of he could guard almost honestly one through five, even since his rookie year. I think there's a, a tape of him guarding uh, Steph Curry. And I think after this finals run, the voters are going to be able to recognize Bam as one of the top caliber defensive players and hopefully award him as such. Yeah, honestly, I, I don't think I'm ever going to forget that block at the end of the game where he, where when Tatum tried to dunk over him. That's one of the nastiest blocks I've ever watched in my life. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he steps up that side of the game this season and wins it. Um, my pick, 
is actually Ben Simmons. Um, the reason why I say Ben Simmons is he just came off a season where he was the steals per game leader, averaging over over two per game. And uh, the Sixers just picked up a couple of pieces that are going to improve that defense overall. For example, uh, Danny Green, great perimeter defender, who's going to, you know, I think he's going to help the the team become a better defensive team. And usually the people who are awarded this award are, you know, on very good defensive teams. It meant like the team matters a lot. And for that reason, I think Ben Simmons is going to, you know, be the focal point of that amazing defensive team. And I think he's going to lead the league in steals again and win this award, which would honestly add a lot to his career. Um, and if he adds a jump shot, well, who's going to stop him? But um, yeah, that's, that's that for. Let, let me, let me, let me interject there real quick. So you're telling me that you think Ben Simmons, future member of the Houston Rockets is going to win defensive player of the year. I'm a little, I'm a little skeptical of it just because <laughs> he's, he's going to be having so much ball handling. He's going to be a little tired. His defense is going to slip over. I, I don't see it. I think he's going to be a great rocket, but uh I don't know if he's going to be a rocket. That's another conversation we, we could have. Uh, I think he's going to stay on the Sixers. If you think he's going to stay, then Tyler Hero is going to be a great rocket. We could keep going with this. Harden's not staying on the Rockets. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, exactly. Tyler Hero, I think, is has a higher chance of being a rocket in a couple days than, than Ben Simmons does. But we don't really know. And that might change my take if he's on another team. But as the team stands now, I'm going to say Mr. Ben Simmons is going to win DPOY. So, uh, yeah, next award up is Rookie of the Year. We, we already discussed this in an episode that we were talking about uh, the draft picks and who we think is going to be the best uh, of the draft picks. And, uh, yeah, we can just recap that. Noah, who would you say was going to be the rookie of the year? Yeah, I picked Obi Toppin uh, out of Dayton. I think he hasn't really done anything to disprove that yet so far in preseason. I think he's going to put up numbers. I think he's NBA ready, as he's shown in preseason. Hopefully the Knicks are a little somewhat competent enough that he gets the right amount of votes. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think I, after watching some preseason games, I'm going to keep my pick. Uh, which is Lamelo Ball? I think uh, I, d- I don't really know what's going to happen with you know those with uh, Terry Rozier and um, Devonte Graham. I think like it's a tough spot, but Lamelo has shown he's. I think he has a superior talent than all the other rookies, and I don't see him losing this award because I think his averages are going to be pretty high this year, uh, given his his role and his assist numbers. But uh, yeah, having said that, we can go go ahead and discuss the next award, which is six men of the year. I can start with with that one. So um, I I honestly think that this award is going to go to whoever doesn't start on the nets between Karis LeVert and Spencer Dinwiddie. I think they're both like. 18 point per game game players as they've shown last season. And um, 
I, I honestly don't know who's going to start more games. They can both start at the two, very capable of doing it. Um, it's just a matter of who doesn't start, who Steve Nash p- picks. Uh, but whoever doesn't start, I think, is going to win the sixth man of the year and is going to average like 16-plus points per game. What do you think, Noah? Yeah, I, I think you made a good point about the, the Nets. I think there's a little bit of uncertainty there, especially with uh, Steve Nash being a first-year coach, how they're exactly they're going to manage those minutes. I'm a little skeptical of one of those players actually getting six man of the year. I feel pretty confident about Dennis Schroeder being the six man of the year on the Lakers and not a Lakers fan by any means. I just, I think that he has a lot of potential after the performance he put on last season to be able to lead the bench unit. I think he's not exactly an amazing fit next to LeBron. So I think that's why he'll get a lot more of those bench minutes. And I think not being next to LeBron, maybe being paired with AD a little bit of minutes. I think it'll be really good for him. He'll get, pretty good assist numbers, and I think he'll put up at least 15 points per game. So it should be pretty exciting, especially when they start to rest LeBron and AD a little bit more midseason, especially after this long playoff run. Yeah, that's a good point. We can move on to the next award, and I think this is always usually one of the most interesting awards, and that is uh, most improved player. Um, Noah, who would you say here? Yeah, most improved player, and this is based off of preseason, what we've seen last season, I think what's to come is John Morant. I think he's going to be potentially, I think even a third-team All-NBA kind of player this season. I think he's going to be really good. I think the Grizzlies have a lot of pieces around him that fit pretty well. I'm expecting big things. He looks amazing in preseason, and I think he's hopefully gotten a lot better, jump shot even better. He hasn't lost that athleticism. I'm expecting big things. Yeah, that's a that's a great pick. I I can see him averaging probably like twenty four and eight this year. I don't know if, uh, yeah, I think I think that would make him a very good candidate. Um, but my pick is uh, Shy Gilgis Alexander from the OKC Thunder. Why? <laughs> For a simple reason, the Thunder just initiated a rebuild. And they traded every single old member of the team except him, which means that they're ready to hand him the keys and tell him, yeah, let's win 10 games, but you can average 25 and become an all-star. And I think that's what's going to happen. That kid is very smooth on the court. He has very, very good fundamentals. And uh, he even played well in the playoffs, which is, um encouraging to see that he's not just a you know just a an average player like he can step it up and score 20 plus points in important games which is amazing and i think he's going to average at least 24 points per game this year um which which is amazing um so yeah if you don't have anything else to say about most improved player i think we can we can talk about who we think is going to be the coach of the year this year Noah, go ahead. Yeah, I think Coach of the Year, I think it's going to be kind of sort of a long overdue one. I think Coach Spo of the Heat, Eric Spolster, is going to be the Coach of the Year. I think he's arguably the best coach in the NBA. I think there's an argument for it. And he showed how well he did last season. And I'm hoping the Heat have a competent enough season that the voters recognize it and say, hey, we got to give the Coach of the Year to someone Maybe the Bucks don't look amazing. Maybe the Lakers look great, but they're very talented. I think the Heat are kind of the middle ground of talent and coaching where 
we, they could say, all right, let's give it to Coach Spo. He's earned it. Uh, he hasn't gotten one yet, but he's put on some really great coaching performances in recent years. So I'm hoping hey, it's really. I did not know that he doesn't have a coach of the year. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I totally agree that's, that uh, Spolstra is one of the greats uh, in the game right now. Um, but I think this award is uh, very dependent on narratives. You know, I think voters look at, you know, what are the circumstances, uh, what happened last season, and, like, what was the transformation? How did you, you know, transform your group? And uh, for this reason, I think the coach with the best narrative is going to be Steve Nash because and, – and honestly, it's – you know, I think a lot of coaches could do a great job with the team he has. But still, being able to say that in your first year um, you had an amazing coaching year or your team did amazingly, I don't know if it's because of him or because his players are amazing or a little bit of both, but I think um, voters are going to take that into consideration – and I think he's going to win the award just because he's going to do very well in his first uh, coaching year. And I think the we, we saw that with uh, Steve Kerr uh, like five years ago, right? That on, like he started coaching when the program was on the rise and then he got the award and, you know, no credit was given to, to Mark Jackson, who's there before. Right. And, but then, um, you know, you, you don't you can't really tell who had the impact so i guess it's fair to award the coach who had you know who had the team in his hands when 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 the program got really good so yeah i think those are the main awards we wanted to talk about today i think we're good to close so thank you so much for being here and have a great day thanks guys